Well, welcome to another episode of the Partner Connection, where we try and take technical topics and make them easy to understand and share why they're important and relevant for our partners. And today we continue our innovation series with the discussion around multi-cloud and how an intentional multi-cloud strategy can help your customers gain the agility they need to innovate and scale quickly. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Sudhir Srinivasan, who's our Senior VP of Multi-Cloud and Data Solutions and our CTO Emeritus at Dell Technologies. Sudhir, welcome and thanks so much for joining the Partner Connection. Hey, thanks, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So maybe for our listeners, we're winding down the year here and this is our podcast for our partners. Share just a little bit about your background and your current capacity and the role you have. So I think, yeah. So I've been at Dell now for over 10 years and I actually was at EMC for a couple of years, very early in my career as well. So been in the storage industry now for over 25 years, I would say. And, you know, I'm a computer scientist by education and a technologist at heart. So this whole space has been just a fantastic ride for me. I live in the Boston area and currently I'm leading what we call one of our incubation businesses, which are focused on future growth areas for the company. And in particular, my group is focused on two growth areas. One's around multi-cloud and one is around data management. And we think those two are already intertwined. Yeah, Dell, as we know, we believe in that technology really drives the human progress. And for us, Apex is the way we accelerate making that technology available to our customers. My mission here is to deliver what we call multi-cloud by design through Apex. I'll tell you, I love that. And I know at Dell Technologies World last year is when we really articulated the power of this notion of multi-cloud by design rather than default. And talked a little bit about our solutions and offerings on ground to cloud and cloud to ground. And I thought that was a really powerful way to simplify what is a rather complex <laughs> orchestration of outcomes for customers. So talk a little bit about this concept of multi-cloud by design versus default and why for our partners that would be so powerful in helping their customers deliver on innovation, unlock the value, accelerate their deployments as they're looking at outcomes in their business. I love that the way we describe it. I think it just really captures it. Cloud is uh, clearly did reshape the IT world, right? And the main attraction for organizations is really the speed and agility that you get with the cloud operating model. And primarily this started with developers, right? So developers really loved the speed with which they could start developing applications in the cloud and really went about using whatever cloud they liked and whatever tool sets they offered. And what ended up happening as a result is organizations have found themselves in this multi-cloud by accident or by default, as we call it. They're in all, all of the clouds in uncontrolled ways. Things can also happen because of mergers and acquisitions. You find yourself with different cloud strategies, in a number of reasons. And the result of that is that you end up with a patchwork of clouds with different arrangements in a completely ad hoc type of situation. 
you have security challenges, but most importantly, I would say is you have extraordinary operational complexity. I mean, just doing on-prem IT itself is hard enough. Doing a hybrid was that much harder where you had one cloud and on-prem. Now you have to do it against multiple clouds and customers are really struggling with that. And they're spending more and more of their time just managing this complex environment. And then it gets a little bit deeper than that, right? You end up creating silos in these different clouds and you end up landing data in these silos. And data has gravity, which is very hard to move. And so you really get stuck, both from an operational perspective, financial perspective, in a number of ways. And that really sucks the energy out of your team and you're focusing more on infrastructure versus actually doing innovation. And that's what we think multi-cloud by design will free them up to do is to focus on the innovation and not on running the infrastructure. I really appreciate the way you've articulated it because many of our customers find themselves, we are where they are, right? To your point, you're addressing a project at a time and all of a sudden you have this patchwork of clouds. We recently conducted a uh, research study around innovation index, really to test and understand how our customers feel and how they're navigating this concept of multi-cloud by design and what are the barriers for them in realizing innovation. And so not surprisingly, to validate a little bit of the complexity we're just discussing, 54% say their strategy was hindered or hampered by disparate management across different vendors, different stacks, different protocols and vendor lock-in, right? You've got 62% say that the cost continues to grow. So there's a loss of either time and capacity or money spent migrating your apps and your data into these clouds. And then there's this crazy pace we're all living with, right? So when you just look at how fast everything is moving around us, this concept of organizational change, how do you keep your talent aligned? How do you keep them abreast of all these cloud protocols? It's really, really pretty concerning. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in some of our customers' shoes right now, the, the challenges that they're facing. Right? And I think this is why it highlights the need to go at this from a fundamental design approach as opposed to accidental, right? And the key, I think, to that complexity or getting out of that complexity is consistency, right? Standardization, that's kind of the basic tenet of any cloud for that matter is a consistent operating model, even within the clouds, right? And that same principle applies now, I think, in a multi-cloud environment where if you have the same operational model across your entire environment, whether it's spanning on-prem or multiple clouds, that's the key here. You know, the way I think about it is that's the way to go from dealing with multi-cloud as a monster that you have to deal with to actually getting to a stage where you're using multi-cloud as a powerful weapon in your digital transformation because now you have access to this enormous set of capabilities across multiple environments without the complexity of learning and managing and operating all of these different environments. And so it's super important, I think, going forward for customers to have this fundamental design strategy. Our strategy really is focused on three things in helping customers in their multi-cloud journey. One is by enriching the public clouds 
by bringing our software-defined assets or technology into the public clouds, which you know is, is actually a significant gap today. So we call that ground to cloud, right? So we're bringing our technology from the ground into the cloud. The second pillar would be the reverse, right? We're working with the partners, the public cloud partners, to bring their operational environments on premises in a very easy to consume manner for our customers. So you can get the same application environments, whether you're in the cloud or on-prem. And then the third is we're optimizing the consumption experience or the multi-cloud experience by really simplifying the consumption of these environments, whether it's on-prem or in cloud, but in particular on-prem with things like subscription and as a service models really designed to allow customers to spend less time on all of those details and instead focus on speed and getting to their value or their innovation as fast as possible while keeping costs down. Well, I'll tell you, for our partners that are listening, I think this is a fabulous expression of where we're really partnering and leaning on the strength of our relationships and partnerships and the members in our ecosystem, like the public cloud providers, many of our partners have built practices and expertise and capabilities around our intellectual property that's on-premise today. And so by this ground-to-cloud notion, they're preserving and protecting a lot of those skills. They've got the expertise. They understand how to operationalize the technology while unlocking the flexibility no matter where it sits. So optimize your workload where it's best suited, but you're getting the scale and standardization and consistency of a lot of the investment candidly that our customers and partners have made in the IP around the storage. I think it's amazingly powerful. Well said. Bingo. (laughs) You know, when you unleash some of this flexibility. I like to describe it a little bit. Let's meet our customers where they are. So we're not leaning into vendor lock-in or a single cloud protocol or stack lock-in. We literally are open and interoperable and really doing the heavy lifting from an R&D perspective to create this flexibility. How can partners characterize to their customers how it accelerates innovation? This is helping shift a little bit of the burden that we talked about in that innovation index around complexity, but how does that help accelerate innovation within companies and organizations? I think it's in two parts. The first part is, I think, what we talked about earlier, which is if you don't design your multi-cloud strategy from the ground up, you're stuck. You're stuck in silos, and that makes you inflexible. You can't move as fast as you'd want, and it just hampers your speed to innovation. And potentially other things like, as we said, costs, security issues, et cetera. But by doing this multi-cloud by design, we're really turning that upside down, right? Like I said, you're able to now fully unleash the power of all the capabilities you have access to in the clouds without incurring the complexity of that. So that's the part two of how this helps our partners and our customers really get innovation is now you can access the same reasons that developers wanted to go to some of these clouds. You can actually do that because there's this particular cloud has these services that I love or that I need for my application. The other one doesn't. Well, you can get any of them with the same convenience, with the same operational experience 
Now you have access to all of those services without being locked into a cloud. It goes into two, right? The speed and the access to the full estate. Well, and this concept and notion of cloud optimization, right? So you could think about that in a few dimensions of how do I optimize cost? How do I optimize performance? How do I optimize security? But you can really do an evaluation and you have multiple deployment or destination places by workload, right? And increasingly we're seeing that everything is outcome-centric, use case dependent, and they're not all created alike, right? So there is giving the customer ultimately the best of all worlds, right? We can make sure that you optimize and maximize the benefits that these clouds provide, maybe in the public cloud, while allowing you to, to your Wellcoin by design, manage your cost, manage your security and your preferences and processes in the business. I think it's really pretty powerful. And it seems to be resonating. You know, I'm getting a lot of feedback when I talk to partners that everyone has come to the consensus. One size most certainly doesn't fit all. There's no denying the level of complexity we've just been outlining. And a lot of the innovation and the R&D and the engineering work you and your team have been doing is really coming at this at a place of how do we offer you scale, consistency, and standardization without compromising the value and the benefit of all the other options, right? Very well said. And you're right. You know, I've been talking to a lot of customers as well, and the strategy is absolutely resonating, and they see the value that it can bring to them. And it's open, right? So one of the other things that, particularly when I think about a partner perspective, there's a lot of time and training and investment in skills and expertise for either a partner's practitioners or our customers on having to learn all these different stacks and protocols. And this concept of leveraging this open platform is you get to preserve that and be able to navigate a little bit. And, you know, in this study that I referenced, 54% of our respondents said, that vendor lock-in and disparate cloud management was an issue for them, right? That's a barrier to their pace and acceleration beyond just the capacity of their teams. Absolutely. And choice is a key element of our strategy, right? So I would say what we offer to the multi-cloud by design is choice, ultimately, and control. But we do that through consistency as the mechanism by having a consistent approach that we are able to provide the choice. And I want to double click on that a little bit. This issue of lock-in and choice and openness, we're doing it using a two-pronged approach, right? If you think about, there's really two parts to it. One is the applications for workloads, and the other is the data. And our strategies approach is addressing both of them. On the application side, customers want the cloud services that are available in the clouds to be available on-prem for their developers so that they can develop anywhere and deploy anywhere based on what their application needs or whatever their governance controls might require. And so we're partnering with the cloud ecosystem to be able to deploy their stacks through our Apex Cloud platform on-prem just like it is in the cloud and make that really, really easy so that we take care of all of the automation and infrastructure management and 
they can focus on their application. So that's on the application side. And then similarly on the data side, right, that's actually a very key element, right? The data, as we said, is a key asset for our customers. But how do you enable a consistent experience for the data layer or the storage layer? Well, we do that by making our industry-best storage software, which, as you said, our customers and especially our partners as well, already know how to operate and they trust it because they know what services and capabilities it brings. So we're making those available in the public cloud of their choice. So we have the two parts, the ground to cloud where we're bringing our storage assets into the public clouds, and then the cloud to ground where we're bringing the application environments from the cloud on-prem. So you get a full consistency across the entire stack, no matter where you are developing or deploying. As you said, that gives customers that choice, but also the flexibility to be able to move across these environments as and when their business needs evolve. Well, I think it's so powerful. One, just for the flexibility and agility we've been outlining and discussing, but I think it's pragmatic for efficiency of your staff and your talent and your expertise in your organization. We're all talking about the pace with which we're trying to evolve with some of these new emerging capabilities and technologies, but there's a little bit of a crisis for the right talent out there too. So scaling, extending the opportunity for your resources, I think is amazingly powerful. What would be your advice or recommendations on next steps, best practices? How do you get started? If people really resonate with this concept of wanting to be more thoughtful and put some design before they go, what would be your advice on next steps? You know, I may be a little biased here because of my background, but <laughs> I do believe that data is absolutely the key here for any organization, especially now in the digital area. And now with AI and generative AI really taking the transformation to the next level, right? Data is going to become so important and data is going to be distributed all over the place. It's going to be in clouds, it's going to be in your data centers, but increasingly it's going to be at the edge as well. So I think the key element then for a multi-cloud strategy or the key idea, I would say, is to have what we call a universal storage layer or a storage layer that allows you to look at your entire data estate uniformly, wherever it might be in the cloud, on-prem, in the colo, at the edge, and not only look at it, but be able to treat it like a common layer so that you can move data around or you can flex capacity as you need. You know, you can scale capacity up or scale it down in a certain location based on how your needs are evolving or how costs might be changing, et cetera. So you can do that on a routine basis as opposed to today where you're deeply stuck in these big silos. That then unleashes you to be able to place your workloads and applications wherever it makes most sense because of governance reasons or services that are available or proximity to the data, things like that, right? So it all starts with the data for me. And the answer, in my opinion, is this idea of a universal storage layer for all kinds of storage, whether it's block, file, object, data protection, and that's what we're offering with our universal storage layer. I know. Well, it's certainly compelling, and I give you kudos for getting through this much of our discussion before mentioning AI or generative AI, because it's <laughs> the, 
consuming the conversation everywhere. But I think you said it brilliantly because as innovative and as exciting and disruptive, honestly, as AI and the potential of generative AI is, it's only as good as your data. And it's all about leveraging this exciting innovation against your data. And to your point, Edge, I think, holds a whole nother horizon of powerful use cases, and it's going to be where the data is, right? You know, I always talk about it as these AI models, et cetera, they're like fancy cars, right? They're great, but if you don't have the right fuel, you're really not going to go anywhere. And data is the fuel. Absolutely well said. Well, I could talk to you for an hour because I've been telling people, I don't know another more exciting or fascinating time in our industry. Somehow we all self-selected in this industry and it's dynamic and innovative by definition. But wow, when you look at everything that's going on right now, whether it's 5G, Edge, GPU AI processing, to your point, all the amazing work you and your team are doing on making the access and manageability of our data so much easier. It's an exciting time. And I've been describing it as a partner-centric sales motion. It takes an ecosystem to deliver these solutions and outcomes. And Dell has a strong and robust ecosystem, both in our technology partnerships, as well as our go-to-market partnerships. That's a huge point you're making, which is no one company can deliver it. It's just too big. And what we are doing is enabling our ecosystem, both on the technology side as technology partner side, like you said, but also especially on the alliances side and the go-to-market side, which is where our partners can really, really work with us and create a very powerful combination of using our technology to deliver outcomes for our customers that really unlock this multi-cloud capability. Yeah, it's exciting. No doubt. No doubt. Well, I'll tell you, as we wind down, like I said, I could talk to you for an hour. I think it's a really exciting space and I tend to geek out a little bit on it. Let me just ask, I like to close with asking our guests to just share a fun fact about yourself that might not be on your resume, not your CV, maybe your colleagues don't know, Sudhir. What would be a fun fact about you? Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, Well, hmm. So I love playing the guitar and uh, I started when I was a kid and it's just one of my favorite instruments, the versatility it has. Are you classical or are you rock and roll? What kind of music do you play? All the above? I pretend to play rock and roll is the way I describe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler, one of my favorites. Um, oh, how fun. And, and, it's a and, good you know, stress it, release. It is, it, it is. The sort of the fun fact here is when I was in high school, we started a band. Of course we did, right? But we called the band Low Voltage because <laughs> we, we had no money to buy real gear. So we would just be like hooking things up and trying to make things work. And invariably, anytime we had to go to a gig, you know, we'd be scrambling just before the gig, trying to solder things and get things working. So I don't know why, but it just sounded like Low Voltage was a good name for it. I like it. It's creative. You know, you were showing how resourceful you could be even then, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I'll tell you, thank you so much for being here, Sadir. Thanks for all the innovative, groundbreaking work you and your team are doing and championing on behalf of Dell. 
Thank you, Cheryl. Really enjoyed the conversation. Well, what a great conversation with Sudhir. And I really enjoyed discussing this concept of multi-cloud by design and the merit and the power of how a well-planned multi-cloud strategy can really help your organizations gain and accelerate their innovation, but help with your agility and scaling. So thanks once again for tuning in and listening. And until next time, everybody be well and stay safe.